This is the start of a new podcast, Dixon Jane's number 902. That would be 902. Can we do that in French? Nusandu. I guess that's right. Oh, it's not Nusandu. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm at Bluffers Park. I'm at my little corner spot, which I rarely get. It's usually busy. The sun just came out, which is nice. There's a lot of cloud in the sky, but it's uh, beautiful at this moment. The sea is twinkling in the sunlight. Twinkling in the sunlight. And, uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. Uh, what is it? It is a um, Monday? Yeah, I guess it's a Monday. That's right, 27th of June. My God, June is almost over. Got a men's group online tomorrow. No, actually tomorrow will be the first time we're meeting in person, those who care to. I think there'll be a few who will uh, stick to the Zoom. But uh, yeah, an in-person gathering of the men's group, which we haven't done for at least a couple of years. So that should be good. (coughs) It's only once a month. I always kind of enjoy it. And uh, what else is going on? I uh, booked a camping spot for Thursday. That's my big news for today. So it's kind of weird that I'm talking to you now Monday because I'll probably it would probably make more sense for me to release this uh, after my camping so that I can record while I'm camping. So that's what we'll do. I won't say much today. Um, I was trying a, 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 a special arrangement. It's Darlington, which is the closest campground and one of the least desirable uh, the nice thing is it's right on Lake Ontario, overlooking uh, the part that's not so nice. It's right near the uh, uh, nuclear power station and railway tracks and the 401 highway. So you hear, uh, at least you hear the other two. I think the um, uh, Darlington nuclear plant, I think it's decommissioned or on half speed. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that uh, if there were to be an accident there, we who live in Scarborough would be uh, would be dead. Um, sooner, hopefully, rather than later. But uh, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. Not worried about that. Um, so I was trying a, a deal where I would just show up, and I I was checking each day, and okay, there's you know at least half a dozen spots between the two campgrounds. Surely one of these would be open by the time I showed up, especially if I showed up before check-in time at two o'clock. And uh, thought, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll pick out a few that look good that are open, and then just see if they're still open when I show up. And that way, I would avoid the nine dollar and seventy five cent charge of booking online, uh, which I really, really resent. Like ten dollars is a lot for the privilege of online booking, reserving your site. Now I don't know if you can use that. And book a few camping spots, or whether it's just case by case. I I don't know. Um, But I was only going to book one. So anyway, I decided, no, I'll just show up. And then I checked today, and they had one spot vacant overlooking the water, like right at the water's edge. 
and I thought, oh, I've got to have that spot. And chances are that would be that would be taken. Like I wouldn't be able to get that one by just sort of showing up in three days and hoping it's still there. It would not still be available. In fact, it wasn't available yesterday or the day before. It just, somebody just canceled or something. So I picked it and I had to pay that bloody $9.75 online booking charge. It really pisses me off. That's a lot of money. Now I get the campsites for half price, which helps because I have the disability permit. Um, and I would tell anybody who asked me if you could trade and not be disabled and pay full price, yes, I'll take that option, please. But um, the fact that I'm, I guess I'm at the point where I can't really take advantage of the hikes and, and all the things parks have to offer, and that's why they give us, <laughs> who have mobility issues and blind people, uh, half-price deals. So <laughs> I don't, And I think that I have a hard time taking that away from uh people would be enough you know saying hey hey come on anyway i'm going camping so i will take you with me and uh, i will undoubtedly get high and have a few beer and uh, share with you something maybe more exciting than the spot i'm sitting at now except it is on this very lake it's just down the road a piece so i'm you know it's good one more shot and then in two weeks or less. Gosh, when is that going to be? Oh, I'm going to be camping with Barnacle Bill. Um, that will be... No, not very long. That will be July 7th. So just really over just a you know, week and a half. Uh, Charbot Lake. That is near the home of Mr. Francis Wooby, who says he will visit. So I'll get to see Francis Wooby. Would you like me to spell that for you? Wooby. Okay, you got it. All right. You know who I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. He promised to bring some firewood. Well, no, I sort of requested he bring some firewood. (sighs) Barnacle Bill likes fires, so that's the deal. And then from there, I'm just going to carry on to Ottawa. Uh, Or Russell, actually. Russell, rural Ontario, to see Cousin Zeke. (coughs) So stuff going on, stuff going on. And meanwhile, making a lot of progress planning this maritime trip. I've already picked out the order. I've got this app that I use to road trippers. I paid money for it, got it at a bit of a discount. Uh, I complain because it doesn't. all the information is American. It does do Canada, but there's a lot of things missing. Like if you pick out a middle-sized town, it won't find it on its maps. A place like Middleton, Nova Scotia, which has got an airbase. Nope, nope, don't know where that is. So, uh, but anyway, I've been able to already plot a route through New Brunswick to PEI to the Cabot Trail and then back into the main sort of body of Nova Scotia, Uh, maybe ending in Halifax or something like that. And uh, my good friend Step and Brent will carry on, I believe, at the end to go to Newfoundland on their own. So that's going to be interesting. I've talked about it everything every time, so you're probably getting tired of me mentioning it. But it's just that what things are happening in your life. All right, so what else is happening in my life? I am watching uh, Homeland. Now, I missed it the first time around. I just, I don't know why, but I didn't have an interest. And now that it's all up there on, um, uh, you know, whatchamacallit, whatever I'm subscribing to, 
Uh, Electrolux? No, that's not it. Zoom? No. What, what, what was that thing where you uh, you paid $9, $10 a month? Netflix. Um, and I was really taken. I watched all of season one, just finished last night, and thought, wow, good acting, well cast. Uh, the story is certainly interesting. It is just so full of tension. And I was just raving about it, you know. Oh, wow, this is great. It's gripping. Uh, and then I started season two, episode two, and I found by the second episode I was actually yelling at the TV, uh, yelling at Netflix. Um, it, it just, they carried the tension to the point of it was tension for the sake of tension. Like, no, you know, no, no, don't do that. Don't, no, don't. And, of course, she didn't listen. So I I was a little exasperated that, okay, in real life, you know, I I don't, like, when when things don't match up on Coronation Street, I don't care. It's a soap opera, and it's just plain entertainment, and you got to just let a lot of stuff slide. The writers are kind of sloppy at times. Here's Jack, who's supposed to have an artificial leg. Oh, we forgot about that storyline. No sign of Jack's leg being missing and having an artificial one on. Um, unless they've done a super good job. There's just so many plot holes. But on a, on a good drama that you want to be drawn into, you don't want those kind of things. So somebody using a cell phone in a safe room and getting a message out without anybody else noticing somebody's using a cell phone where they shouldn't be, you know, this, no, come on, come on. So anyway, that it spoils it a little bit for me, you know. And and I guess you gotta surrender. Okay, hey, it's not gonna be perfect. Just go along for the ride. But uh, anyway, I, I anyway, I'm all in all, I'm glad I found it. So I think I'm gonna end there. I think ten minutes is all we need to get started here. And I think I'm gonna save the rest till I uh, go camping. Is there anything else you needed to know? I'm still following Kenneth. I was a little scared. Um, well, God. Kenneth has become a part of every show, and I was going to say, no, no, we're not going to talk about Kenneth anymore, but why not? Uh, Kenneth, holy shit, man, when you had to stop because of what appeared almost to be heat stroke, holy fuck, man, that is dangerous shit. Uh, I'm glad you had the sense just to shut down and get out of the shade, get into the shade and uh, fill yourself with water and stuff, but man, yeah, like... I mean, overall, I don't get it. I could sort of get following the trail, following the highway thing. I, I like, I'm, I'm always looking for. And it's just, of course, it's just me. It's, I'm not you. You're not me. I look for pleasure and easy things in life. Too often, of course. I mean, not that I haven't had my share of uh, challenges, but Jesus, that's not one I would take on. But uh, there you are, and we'll see what happens. We'll watch this story unfold. It, it's got me engaged. I mean, I, I don't miss an episode. I want to know what's going on. But uh, I'm glad I'm glad you had the sense to uh, just shut down for a spell. Anyway, I, don't, I haven't heard what happened after that. But uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm ke- I'm keeping up. I'm keeping up. All right, there you go. That's all for now. Scarborough dude signing out from. Uh, Oh, I did do a little shopping today. I, I did have some successful shopping. I needed tent pegs. 
I've aired out my tent. I'm bringing the tent. I'm going to try it out at Sharbot Lake uh, with Barnacle Bill, see if I could actually sleep in the damn thing, if I have enough insulation off the ground. Um, but I needed tent pigs, and, you know, their prices were kind of crazy. And I tried Walmart and ended up getting propane instead for my, uh, you know, burner thing. And um, what else did I got? I got something else at uh, at Walmart. Two things. Hang on. I took pictures of the stuff I bought. I didn't get the tent pigs, but I did get... Um, did I get? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Two things. Uh, anyway, I went to Canadian Tire because it's on the way to Buffers Park. And it's actually a better Canadian Tire. I've always underestimated this one, thought it was too small. But actually, it, it's the store kind of hides. You go into the back and holy shit. I mean, they have complete fishing gear, a very good camping selection. And I was able to find uh, six pigs instead of four. That they were selling in the other places. Oh, I see. They did cost a little more, though. But I had I had five dollars in Canadian Tire points. So I used those. So I did get six tent pigs, and I got a mallet. And the mallet's got a little hook on the bottom that you can just yank out the tent pigs. So that's handy. And a, a rubber mallet is it's a good thing to have. You know, it's a good thing to have. <laughs> so, God, what was the other thing I bought? Oh, I know, a tablecloth. I was coming up, my, my main purpose, my here it was, I was going to go to the dollar store to buy clips that I could use to put a tablecloth on. Well, Walmart had a tablecloth and six clips that are designed like to sort of fit, very light, cheap aluminum ones, uh, or cheap metal, not even aluminum, that would fit onto a picnic table at a campground, you know, hopefully. That's the idea behind it anyway, and hold the thing. In. And that's something, you, need. I'm, you know, I've been putting rocks in corners. You can still get away with using rocks, but why not for convenience? And 95% of the time, I don't even use a picnic table, but I'm thinking a picnic cloth. But I'm thinking ahead to camping with uh, Deb and Brent, and they're, they're real neat folks. They are, Brent is as neat and clean and orderly as you can find in a, in a man. Um, well-groomed and just know the kind of guy he was, you know, like like people who do mechanical things and so on and use tools, they know where things go. They have a system and a place. So I thought the least I could do was um, come prepared. All right. There you go. That's my summer of camping it's going to be. Scarborough Dude signing out from Bluffers Park. I hope uh, you folks are doing okay. I, I The one last point that I'm, I'm just realizing is I think there is a bit of a division between people who know Ken and people who know the Scarborough dude. It's like two sets of friends. And, um, yeah, there's, you know, you could do a Venn diagram, what's in common, but you'd find, uh, there's, there's a lot of, uh, differences. There are a lot of differences. So, uh, we'll leave it at that. Signing off from Bluffers Park, Catside on a, uh, Kind of a nice day. Bye for now. Chick, chick, chick. Chicken in the oven. Uh, chicken in the oven. Chicken in the oven. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Are you ready? Because I sure am fucking ready. Whew. It is just 2 o'clock on uh, Thursday, June 30th. Tomorrow's Canada Day. 
And I will be sitting, well, I will be actually vacated from the spot I'm sitting now uh, as of 2 o'clock. You have a a window. Uh, Check-in to your site is 2 p.m., and check out is 2 p.m. Very, very good, because it means you, you can have your breakfast, you can have your lunch the next day before you have to hit the road. I'm talking about provincial campground rules here. I am at Darlington. That would be Darlington Provincial Park. A park that I have always sort of bad-mouthed in the past. Ah, it's the worst one, you know. Ah, it's close, but, you know, they got, you hear the trains, you hear the 401. Now I find I love the sound of trains anyway. And today... I may have mentioned this. I have spot number 71, which is right... Now, there's a fence between me and the water, you know, which I'm not going to climb over, but I'm right on the water. Like, that. My, what I'm looking at now is fucking Lake Ontario. Once again, usually I'm looking at it from Bluffers Park. Now I'm looking at it way down the road. Uh, and uh, from Darlington Provincial Park. And what a wonderful site. This is the one I, I mentioned when I saw it was vacant. I nabbed it. I only got it for the one night. But that's enough because that's all I was planning. And uh, here we are. So the people kindly vacated. I, I, I arrived at 11.15. Check-in was so friendly. They said, oh, you're early. Now, somebody had it last night, but you can drive around. And if it's vacant, you you can go ahead and set up. And if it's not, well, you you go to the day use area. And that's exactly what I had planned to do and exactly what I did. Because when I drove around at 1130, um, they were still here. So I gave them till about 115. Uh, I had explored deeper into the park. There's a couple of beaches that were quite nice. Oh, my God. Teenagers in bikinis, even for an old man. That is a, uh, that is a sight. God damn. I mean... I don't think girls, when I was younger, wore bikinis that small. But, hey, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, you know, time marches on and uh, I get old. But those uh, those young bodies are still a, a, a work of art. A work of art. Let's just say that, okay? I am sipping on a beer. Oh, I've got so much to tell you because I'm just so damn happy right now. Uh, i got to pull it out of the sleeve. It's a Calabogie Pilsner Portage. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fitting. Nice picture of a canoe. I uh, should take a picture if I can. Might have been one my son got me. Nah, might have been one I bought myself. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Leftover from Mossport. And, of course, I have done what I always do. I, I look through my cups. I... I picked up one, you know, I got my favorite beer, Steins. Well, they're not Steins. They're they're like metal that reflects all the colors of the rainbow and sort of psychedelic. You look at it and it won't stay still. I don't know how they made these things, but they just shimmer and shine and just glow all kinds of different colors. But I said, no, no, I don't want the big, because those are big. That's a full pint when you're going to be knocking them back a few, you know. I mean, if you could just have one... Take a smaller cup, and of course, I went for the red cup from Quebec City. I've talked about this cup. God damn it. There are little, 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 little things in life. When you're small-minded like myself, you know, I'm not questioning deeply the meaning of existence, the depth of outer space. You know, I, I'm just, I'm, I got a cup in my hand. It's red, and it's beautiful, and it's sort of a, a white inside. I bought it. 
on Rue Saint-Jean in Quebec City when I saw a whole barrel full of them. I thought, God damn, those are nice. I'd like one of those. And I went in and bought it. And I, and I, I didn't realize it, it's a love affair. It's a love affair with this cup. And I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. And so basically every drink, whether it's scotch, beer, wine, <laughs> it ends up in this cup. I just I just can't get away from how much how beautiful it is. Ugh, I've posted pictures of it. Anyway, anyway all right, all right, you're telling me to move on. Next subject. Um, I am set up. <clears throat> you may have heard, no, you probably didn't know, but I've been on the quest for what else do I need if I'm planning a big maritime trip. And I thought, well, clamps for a tablecloth for a picnic table. If I'm going to be camping with Deb and Brent, who are neatniks, they are neatniks through and through, they want a tablecloth. I, I never, I, I sometimes throw a tarp with a couple of rocks onto the table, but this time uh, I bought, um, maybe maybe I mentioned it, maybe it was a tweet, I don't know anymore. I can't keep track of what medium I'm using to communicate with some of you out there. There is some overlap. Anyway, I said, no, I don't like that red cloth that came with the clamps. I'm going to put this black one on, polka dots. So I'm using all six clamps. It's holding this polka dot tablecloth in place. I've got, uh, while I was waiting to get my spot, I went to the camp store and bought, ooh, a little stick-on for Darlington Provincial Park because I have a new, a new appreciation for Darlington. It's my closest, and I'm going to be using this more often. If I can find openings, and especially if it's a a sight on the water, not looking at your neighbors, just looking at... I, I, see, I don't see any neighbors. I only see water. Of course, a bloody fence in front of it, but that doesn't matter. Ooh, ooh. That's a train. You hear that? I don't know if you can hear it, but I love the sound of freight trains. Um, so tablecloth, my wood at my feet. I bought some wood at the camp store, as mentioning, and the little sticker that I can put on my window inside the road track. So, yeah, I've been to Darlington. I've been to Pinery. I've been to, you know, all these others. It's it's a thing. $2.50 to the Parks Department. That's fine. Uh, and then the wood that my wife cut down when she trimmed our maple tree, some good hefty pieces of wood, uh, that I will burn in the fire tonight. So I got my wood at my feet. I got my cane. I got my sun lotion. I'm I'm definitely prepared. I knew when I went to Mossport, I need sunscreen because you're out in the open sun. And so I've l- slathered myself in uh, Hawaiian Tropic Sheer Touch Touche Soyu 50 plus sunscreen, back of my neck, my bare knees, because I changed. I got out of my jeans, out of my leg brace and shoes and socks. <clears throat> Thank you. And I am um, into my short pants and a t-shirt from, um, what is it? Oh, St. Andrews State Park when I did that uh, trip to Florida, wearing that green t-shirt. In case you were wondering, well, what are you wearing, dude? What are you wearing today? And that's what I'm wearing. I got a big blue jay hovering about. Uh, lots of birds right on the side. They come around. They know, hey, the camper's here. They're probably going to leave something for me. 
So I, I'm just, I'm just happy, 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 happy today. Okay, just want to leave that with you. I'll let you know I'm calming down. I'm just, I've been, I've been holding back, and and I'm just gotta get. Gotta get it out, 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 gotta get it out. Just to decompress. And, you know, allow myself, you got 24 hours, dude, 24 hours at Darlington Provincial Park. I'll stay until almost two. I know somebody will be camping here tomorrow and they'll want me gone, but hey... You know, I've paid. You know, I waited for the people before me. God damn, this beer is nice. It's a Pilsner. Um, so that's where we're at, okay? That's where we're at. Um, it was a drive-in site. I'll have to back out, and that's fine. I just drove straight in. The receptacle for the 210 power cord, you know, or power you plug in, was on the opposite side because I drove in head first. And I realized, you know, if I can just swing the cable underneath the van, get my cane, hook the cable, fish it out, I don't need to use the second cable. And so it worked perfectly. I'm, I've got I've got tricks, boys and girls. I've got tricks. And each camping time... And anybody who's a camper will know this, and I don't think many of you are real campers out there who are my listeners, but if you are a camper, you know that every time you learn a little bit, you learn something. Now, what I learned today was a little bit... God, I don't know how I feel about it. I had that time to kill before the people vacated this site, number 71, uh, Lakeside, and... I drove past the dump station. I thought, well, you know, why don't you just dump your tanks now? Don't wait till tomorrow. Do it now. There's nobody here. And sure enough, I got set up, started dumping my tanks, the black and the gray, and a dirty big motorhome pulled up behind me. And I thought, oh, thank God I'm not behind him. He's behind me. He's not going to wait long. And I have a new macerator. And I thought when you push the button to the macerator, it just stayed on and ran automatically. And this one wouldn't. It seemed you had to keep pushing the button. Maybe that's how they work. I'm going to have to phone the dealership, uh, Mobile Life in Kitchener, uh, who installed it to make sure that's the way it's supposed to be working because I paid for a brand-new motor. And at one point it just smelled, ooh, it smells a little bit, you know. Because they, I paid money to have this the motor replaced, and I don't, I don't know. If uh, if it was working quite the way it would, but a lot of water and shit came out. Well, not shit because nobody shits in this thing, but you know, dirty water came out from the toilets. That's the black tank, and then the gray tank from the sink. And um, but the trouble is, you have these um, you know uh, monitors, and you push a little button, and they light up, and they show you if the tanks, water tanks, are full with clean water. If the uh, gray tanks, gray and black tanks, are empty, and it it never show it never shows properly because shit sticks to the walls and shit and stuff stuff, you know that goes down your sink. 
So you never get an accurate reading. Everybody who drives a road track, and probably most motorhomes knows that, you'll never get an accurate reading as to whether or not your tanks are empty. But anyway, I did that. It was something I had to do. I did it. It's a little tricky doing it on your own. You know, it'd be nice if somebody else was pushing the macerator and you were standing there with a hose making sure you could see this going. But I saw the water and I heard it. I heard it going down. So I think the tanks are empty. That was my job today. I will do it again when I go camping with uh, Barnacle Bill uh, in just over a week. In fact, a week today, I guess. Yeah. Holy shit, eh? Time flies. He's uh, he's arriving in London, Ontario tomorrow. But anyway, you don't need to know that because you're not paying attention anyway, are you? Who cares? I do. Good talk with my wife. My dear, 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 dear wife. My God, I'm so fortunate to have Nelco for my wife. And I'm, I am just grateful. One of the things I've done right in life, and, and I, I know there's a few things I could have done better in life, but let's let's not let's not go there today, okay? Let's let's not go there. Let's try and stay, for your sake and for mine, in a positive space. In a positive space. So on that note, I think I'm just going to shut down because I'll probably want to talk to you a little later on. I'll want to talk around the fire, I'm sure. I should open up the um, firewood. People, you know, people post things and they say, you know, camp firewood in provincial parks is always damp. You should dry it during the day when the sun's shining. So I think what I'll do is open the bag, lay a few pieces across the grill that I'm facing right now. I got my feet up on my little footstool. This is; these are all the little pieces that you put together to make your camping time efficient, but comfortable. Efficient. Efficient, I guess, in terms of the number of moves and things you have to do. Like, bam! I knew where everything was. I knew where the wood was. I knew where the beer was. Um, I knew when to bring things out. I knew the little that had to be done just to get set up. The only thing I haven't done is crank out the awning. To do that, I'd have to back the road track up a little bit. But I, I'm I'm here for the sunshine, so I don't really need the shade right now. I know that's rude. I know that's rude. And I forgive me. I men will forgive me. Women will say, "Oh, that's disgusting." But hey. I don't have many women listeners other than Penelope, and Penelope, my God, uh, she wouldn't dare complain for the number of things she says. Whew! Scarborough Dude, signing off. Catch you later. From Darlington Provincial Park, by God, it's good to be here. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. I'm back. And, uh... I gotta tell you, I gotta confess. Uh, oh my God, Ken, that is so rude. But God damn, does it ever feel good? Like it's just—it's as natural as farting, right? Like it's just, hey, it wants to come out, let it out. <laughs> Open the door, let her go. That's exactly what happens. Um, I'm eating honey mustard Pringles. They're pretty good. They didn't have, like, the big bags of chips on sale. Oh, they got all these stupid two-for-five-dollar deals, and you don't want two of them. And uh, anyway, 
I haven't had Pringles for a while. They're convenient for camping just because of the container, right? And they're not broken and smushed up, usually. And they're okay. Now, I'm doing a little bragging here. And I'm doing it as a kind of confession. Because I'm sure it was maybe episode 900. I don't know for sure. But somewhere when I talked about how depressing it is for people... When, it, when people post stuff on how wonderful their life is on Facebook or wherever, I've been doing the same on Twitter. I've been posting, hey, look at me. I got a spot right on the water. Look at me. I'm camping. You're not. Ah. You know, just stuff that's just really not nice. And I'm doing it now. I am doing it in this podcast. Hey, <laughs> look at me. Uh, sorry, but... but <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't feel as bad as I was hoping I'd feel, right? Like I was hoping this would be a confession. Gosh, I'm sorry. I was doing a little bragging about how wonderful my life is and here I am yeah, feeling okay about it. Hey, why not? Like I created this space. I, I looked at my calendar and said, I got some free time there. I spent a few days looking at campsites and, and places. Finally saw this one opening. Hey, Campsite 71 is open for one night. It's right on the water. I can see from the map. Because when you're, when you're booking with the Parks Ontario, you get to do it by dates, map, or even pictures of the site itself. And I knew, looking at that map, 71, hey, that looks like it's at the end of the lane. And that's Lake Ontario right across from it. So I'm taking that one. So... That's where I am. I'm in the hot sun, and I'm kind of enjoying it. It's a bit of a breeze coming up. Uh, I got my new tablecloth. I've already mentioned that. but The clips are holding it nicely in place. I love that. I've got my wood laid out on top of the grill to dry even a little further in the, in the hot sunshine. I've got a carling beer this time. I had a nice little porter before. Or no, it wasn't a porter. It was a uh, uh, a pale ale, maybe? Anyway, I've got a leftover carling from last time I went camping. Wearing a sleeve, and it sits, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my, I'm sitting in my um, Coleman, you know, folding chair. A big one, big one, with a bag of its own. But it's got, in one of the armrests, it's got the little hole to stick your beer, stick your drink, and that's nice. Um, I just finished lunch, and uh, what I did yesterday... I knew we were going to have hamburgers for supper. And my wife said, we've got leftover rice. I'm going to make a uh, a fried rice dish. And I bought a whole chicken. They're only $10 at my local uh, No Frills. And so I bought a whole chicken and figured, all right, we can eat some with supper. And then the rest I'll take with me. So we, we all nibbled at it. Now Uncle took quite a bit of it and put it into the fried rice. And that was great. My God, she's a wonderful cook. On top of a lot of other things, but... I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I mean, well, no. All right. Apology accepted. Okay. Apology accepted. Just, just say that. Thank you. Um. Now where were we? Yes. Now go the fried rice. So we ate some of the chicken, and then I looked. There was two um, chicken. You know the the thigh and the whole leg part. 
left over. Nelko had sort of taken the skin off, which I would have kept on. But I had bought some garlic hummus from Mossport, and I had some left over. And what a thrill to clean your hands nicely within a little, you know, toilet. Toilet? No, what do you call it? A little serviette type thing that you give on an airplane, you know, that kind of stuff. Clean your hands and then just rip apart this chicken and two things you can do. One is just swab it around in the uh, uh, roasted garlic hummus and then just eat it like that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Or take a piece of the wrap that I bought and rip it into little pieces and and wrap a piece of wrap it around a piece of chicken and then swish all of that into the roasted garlic uh, hummus. And boy, oh boy, you got yourself a damn tasty snack, and you you follow it up with these uh, honey mustard uh, Pringles. And then, when you're ready, mm, mm, I always think of Candace. Again, fortunately for her, she doesn't listen to this show, but um, knowing how much the sound of people eating food really irritates her on the on the uh, on a podcast. Anyway, and then you follow it up with a nice big swig of uh, cold. In this case, it's just a carding ice beer. And you just feel good, and that's all you wanted anyway. You just wanted to sit there and feel good, so you don't have to be apologetic. I don't have to be apologetic. Uh, by the way. Before leaving this morning, I realized I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush. My cat, Yuki, had been out all night. And so when she came in this morning, she wanted some lap time. She needs to continually reconnect with me. Like, it's a, it's a, it's truly a love affair. And so up she gets on my lap uh, this morning, you know, after breakfast. And I figure, okay, well, while she's on my lap, why don't I just watch the first episode of Season 3, Homeland, and the same thing happens, like, oh, my God, come on, come on, come on, that's too much. No, come on, no. But that's only, at most, 10% of the time. 90% of the time, I'm really into the story, into the characters, into what's happening, into the thrills, um, and thinking, God damn, there's some good writers here. Um, the characters, Saul is, of course, just such a great character. I like him a lot better than Carrie, uh, but he's he's just amazing and and so credible as a real life character. So th- that's just been good. So anyway, that's that's what I did. I realized there's no rush for getting here today. It turns out you know people hadn't vacated the site anyway. So why not just take that little bit of time with your cat on your lap and watch an episode of Homeland. And uh, by golly, that was nice too. So the the trick is, when you can, maybe even as often as you can, make good use of your time doing things you like doing. And I know you younger folks, you got to work, you got bills to pay, you got shit to do, you're very responsible, you got real life things hanging over you. And it's easier for an old fart like me to uh, to just sort of skip out and say, hey, hey, I've done all that. Now is my time. 
So I get that part. But still, enjoy yourself when you can. Because time flies by. And oh my God, hey, one day you might live to be 74 years old and thinking, how the fuck did my body get this way? What happened to my face? You know? Anyway, I'm going to get back to my beer and uh, the last couple of Pringles and um, enjoy a little more of the afternoon. I wonder what time it is. Must be after 2 or so. What have we got here? Ooh, 3.30. Goodness gracious. Scarborough Dude signing out from Darlington Provincial Park. That is Darlington Provincial Park. Bye for now. Yes, I just uh, heard myself say, can, 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 can you not just stop and be in the moment? Now, of course, this is a new moment, and it's got, oh, how I love the sound of a freight train in the distance. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's a gift. It's a gift. And you know what's behind that sound. This this long, tremendous thing of heavy freight things, like cars full of heavy man-made stuff. I know, I know, I'm just old enough to have grown up with cowboys on television. They were the heroes. God, how I loved the look of the leather holster and the six gun, and always usually there's some studs, some something shiny, and the bullets, the little places for the bullets for the six guns. And I, I wanted that, like I wanted that, and I, and I had. I, I mean, my father, my God, got me the best possible set of six guns. I still have them in my basement bar. I, I'm, the belt is gone, and uh, I was stupid enough to put shoe polish on them. There's little jewels, you know, little fake glass, plastic, whatever, shiny thing. I think I got shoe polish all over it. But I still have the guns. Don't have the bullets anymore. You had to, you had to load your own caps into those bullets. They they were neat. That that, that set of six guns was uh, was special. Now anyway, the, <laughs> the odd thing is that wasn't what I was going to talk about at all. I was going to talk about going out drinking with uh, Gaku Incho, the head of the of the company. The uh, and to his bottle keep bars where he'd go in and, and immediately he was the number one customer. Doesn't matter who was in before him when he walked in, this is number one. This is the man we all the girls, hey, pay attention. You're gonna have to get up, maybe leave the guest you're sitting with right now. But uh 
O.J. needs some uh, some women around him. And, of course, I was in on that. Like, I'd sit down and then I'd have two, four women beside me feeding me drinks. You know, the weak sort of uh, scotch and ginger. Or, you know, I am water. And just... And little things to eat, little things to nibble on, and then just giggle. And they were like these just little butterflies that landed, flapping their wings and making you happy. And you were suddenly you were children again, because you're just being entertained. Doesn't matter what was going on during the day at work. Now you're here to be entertained and to be treated nicely. And uh, of course, in OJ's case, he'd want to get up and sing. And, so he really was that special, but he was. He had that charisma, those good looks. He was a handsome man and knew how to play that part. Hey, driving there in a Porsche Carrera, you know, in, in Tokyo or Yokohama, what? His own private restaurant with a woman from his island, from Shikoku, who would uh, prepare the food traditional ways. Only special invites got you there. I only got into that place a couple of times, two, three. Important times. They were important. If you were... That's it. And he would just, at the end of the day, he would just call up and uh, the, uh, the his mistress would call up. I call her his mistress. A beautiful, beautiful woman who was a good friend of mine. It wasn't fair to refer to her that way. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's who he decided. That when uh, she joined the company, he looked out of his office, saw the most beautiful woman... Brazilian Japanese and said, "Ooh, she'll be my assistant," and she was. And they, I think, they genuinely uh, loved each other. And now, they're off, or he is anyway. In in in, it all collapsed with the collapse of the bubble. And he had to leave the country. And that's a story that I was like in on, part of. And that's quite spectacular. This wasn't just, no, I worked for this company and sat with all the other gaijin. You know, no, no, sorry, hey, this guy adopted me. He liked me. And uh, treated me well. And his words, Ken, don't worry, I'll get you a house, you know. And here I am with a house in Scarborough. After opening the uh, company branch getting him and the lovely lady, Maria, to uh, to sign for the, the new company I just created. Dixon Janes, episode number 902, part A, ends now.